When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Dick Toledo here and you found the resting place for all HMS podcasting. 98kupd.com, within the 98kupd app, and podcast1.com. And this week, all podcasting content is brought to you by our friends at Chapman Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Check out their hundreds of new and used inventory at ChapmanDodge.com. You need a ride, but you don't want just any ride. You want your ride. Not just something that'll get you from here to there. Something that says, here I am. And it's not enough just to buy your new ride either. No, you need to be able to buy it your way. At Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we got you. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is the Morning Sickness. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley's in the chair. We got Big Dick Toledo running around doing stuff. We're not sure what he does around here, but it is the Morning Sickness, and it's ready to go. 545, and off we run into a very strange time once again as you turn the news on and everybody's flipping out. But my one distraction, sports. Just didn't work last night. Just didn't. It just didn't. There's, you know, you try to turn football. It just doesn't work. I was right about the game. I was watching that Dolphins Jags thing even start, and I realized because I flipped on the pregame for just a few seconds and recognized midway through this one's got no legs. Uh, you even went to the pregame. Well, just to see what they were talking about. To be honest with you, I wanted to see how do you sell this. That was basically what I was. I was going to like, how do you sell this as your national game? How is this going to be? Because there's a network living and dying by their Thursday night games. And it's always the clunker because there's an agreement in the, in the, in the uh, I don't know what they call it, the bargaining agreement that says every team gets, every team gets a, a, a national a piece of night pie. game. So that's why Thursday night games exist. And then you can, you can throw in clunkers like this. Wow, was that bad. So I'm watching the pregame, and there's Michael Irvin. <clears throat> what we got here is a battle of the mustache versus the beard. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a facial hair battle. But Minshew got him. I got mustache. Beard, I got patchy beard. So I like beards. I'm like, we're breaking the game down by this because there's nothing. So the sale was, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick right here from Mesa, Arizona versus Gardner Minshew 2 from from parts unknown. I don't know where that guy's from. And then, uh, but the, the game exactly as, as it unfolded, you're like, oh boy, this is a waste of everybody's time. These two teams are going nowhere and nowhere fast. 
the, the crowd in Duval County was just kind of sitting on their hands. It was good, though. It's better to see, like, the Cardinals are going to do that this weekend, get smattering of people are going to be in the stadium. Something about that is hopeful, although it's weird to see. Not necessarily in Jacksonville. That stadium looked pretty normal with a smattering of people. But uh, it's, it's, it's going to be strange to see that over at the State Farm Stadium there with the Cardinals. And if Cardinal fans, that kind of stinks for you guys because the team has played so well the first two weeks. It would be great to go out there and see them take on a you know Detroit Lions team and knock them around a little bit, but you can't go. It Some people can't. It, you know, it doesn't change all that much <clears throat> now no. that they pipe all the uh, yeah, noise in. The, the fake noise just, is bad. But then they go to the stands and you see, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm used to it now. It's like if they're going to do it half, it's not going to make a difference. Do you like the fake noise? The fake sound? I hate it. Like the, the Raiders game, it got distracting. Like they, it was just all – like they, they did it Monday night and I'm like, ah, this is bothering me. I think like I would rather so have it than um, to an extent because I think they do the first couple of plays on the Monday night. I notice they don't put it in, and then the, then it comes in. See, to me, Monday night was annoying from the yeah. kickoff. Like I, I, Caliendo even texted me. He goes, "Are you getting the crowd sound?" I'm like, "Yeah." It's like every speaker is like something. It's canned. It was like when they had uh, canned laughs for sitcoms. Yeah, and you're like, the audience is laughing at everything the exact same way. Uh, Megan used to always not like sports video games that I would play. I'm like, look at the graphics of this thing. They're, it's unreal. It's almost goes, like white noise. But she would always say, the crowd is like this weird sound, and every third guy's the exact same thing. Yeah. And then I started to watch, and I'm like, that is annoying the F out of me now. That I can't stop looking at the... Like when the Flintstones would go on a road trip? <laughs> yes. And they just kept passing the same things? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. And even as a kid, you're like... You don't. You're not fooling me. When Fred's house isn't that long, that's the same rock. You know, when he runs in his house and you keep passing the same window, you're looping that. And I'm I'm not an artist. I'm seven. I get it though. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> when they would drive through the desert, it was like one page. They just kept resetting. Fred was on a treadmill. That poor bastard. I can't imagine what he was going through. But yeah. So the crowd noise kind of got like, uh, I don't need this. I at get least it. give us a. a- a shot at what it is without the crowd noise. Give, I said that too. Give me the SAP channel. It would it would be dead. Let me know. Sure. But you, but it's better than phony. Well, and they can't have it. They'd have to have it silent because you could Okay. Oh, and because the N words would be oh, that's, that's, true. that's why I wanted the original <laughs> that, That's why we all want it <laughs> to hear what really goes on. We'd love a piece of what really goes on. Uh if you could do a, a – I, I don't – broadcast TV couldn't do this. But I said that same thing the other day. I'm like, wouldn't it be great? Because who's watching uh, in Spanish? I don't know. You're not SAPing over in Spanish, are you? No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I guess – Every and, once in a while. And let's let, – to be honest with you, we're on a radio station that's not catering to that. So we can – look, if you figure it out on your own if you don't speak English. That's We're talking to an English-speaking audience. How great would it be for the SAP to switch over to, all right – Whatever goes, just goes here. And it's just the announcers and field mics. And you hear everything down there. And they don't say who says it. I mean, occasionally you would know. But it would almost be an agreement to say, look, you can, nobody can get in trouble for what goes on on this field. It's just well, the, you, the fans want it. I bet you the ratings for that uh, secondary channel of no crowd, but let's hear what goes on on that field. Because if I've, I've been – I went to a – this is weird. I went to a USFL practice. <clears throat> I know. That was in wow. 1984. My uh, my dad's uh, boss at the time was a guy named uh, Jim Richards, and Jim's son was a high school athlete that played uh, in all over because he moved a lot. So his name was 
Howard, and Howard had no friends, and he was about 25. So he like I was playing baseball. I was one of my heart of baseball, and this dude was like coaching me with pitching and all sorts. And he'd come over all the time. He was just he became my twenty seven year old friend. In the eighties, that was okay. Today, most certainly, uh, there would have been CPS involved. <laughs> that my parents let my, my his, their boss's son like teach me stuff. So he's like, hey, a couple of my friends in high school are playing for the Oakland Invaders, and they're practicing at MCC. He goes, you want to go? And I'm like, yes. So we go over to. MCC and his one of his real good friends was the punter. This dude, I never seen anything like this in my life. But watching the practice as a, I think I was twelve. Holy Moses! Even then, and back then, that was when there was no holds barred. The white guys were throwing the bombs around, and they were not nice. The cussing and the stuff you heard was just yeah. a, it was funny, especially when you're a young kid. But you know, the, no. And at the end of the day, everybody was cool. <laughs> So I was, I've always wanted to be like, man, if you only knew what goes on. And, and Craig Gass told me when he was on the sidelines of the Seahawks and Steelers game last year, he goes, I've never heard language like that in my life. And he goes, it was amazing. I and think people might, would pay for that. It down a little bit because there's not a lot of times you can um, you know, get away with it because of the ambience noise and the Yeah, but they the don't background. care. The players still do they what they do. But the, you know, the play-by-play guys and people on the field were talking about it. And the first opening games, they're saying, man, it is just weird. And you yeah. can tell the players were affected oh, yeah. by it because it's quite, It's like a yeah. library. Well, I think it helps it, the it's away team. Yeah. I mean, last week, Steelers-Broncos, I was watching the Broncos, and I'm like, with a crowd, this team gets we buried. We have no idea what they're well, hearing. I already just, know, though, that yeah. when the Steelers took the big lead and the momentum was like that, the, the Steelers were resting because there was no energy in the building. And it allowed the away team to like have a drive and like, ah. But I know for a fact when it was like you know, 17-3, that crowd would have motivated. There's no way they'd have gotten that third down and anything yeah. else because it's just like it just would have been crushing. But I want field mics, and I would pay, I would pay ten dollars a month for the dirty NFL. And, I think most would. Yeah, and everybody would have to sign. So you can't get mad. That's the one problem: is bitches, Karens, Lindas. You can't get mad at what you hear in the heat of battle. They say that about the police. That you know, they said that about when the uh, what's his name for the Clippers called. Uh, uh, Doncic, uh, a white bitch. Oh yeah, and Shaquille and Charles is, uh, you know, they basically were saying, "Look, it's heat of battle." At the end, you know, the guys shook hands, but you know, in, in the heat of the battle, you say things. And I'm like, "All right, good. I like that. I don't mind that he called him a, uh, you know, Montrez called him a, a bitch or a white bitch or whatever. It was wrong." Well, Shaq and Charles <laughs> talked about the time they had a fight. Oh, the things and their that, moms yeah. came down to the locker room and made them yeah, meet each other out of the locker room. But my mom still came evidently. In. Gary Payton is still something that people like. Even guys are like I've I've never been dressed down verbally by anybody worse than Gary Payton. I've heard that. And then they go down the list. Like the glove got me too. Isaiah Thomas. Like I didn't like being on the court with him because of the things he said. Like he was mean. And I would. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Dot com. Love for that. And to Jordan be out went there. out of his way in the uh, documentary to say, <clears throat> "Oh, he I got was awful." Back. Yeah, but yeah, he, he was, was awful. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Well, Jordan got everybody. Jordan, the documentary about Jordan was basically if you were a waiter who gave him the wrong order, yeah. he would beat your whole family at yeah. basketball. That's basically he would just go challenge you to a game. One of day basketball. we'll run into each other.
I'll tell you what, you brought me soup I didn't order, I'm going to beat your whole family in basketball. And then the dude had a vendetta against everybody who took it out in basketball. So Gary Payton, I watched an interview with him, and he said when he was on the court, there was no holds barred. None. They'll talk about your mom, oh. your wife, your kids. That was it, there was study. nothing. But we're the problem nothing. with that because I, I know for a fact every sports fan and every man who's ever played a sport who's been on the thing, like the first, and I, that's why it's tough for rookies. Everybody's like, it's rough for rookies. The beating you take verbally is so different. As you progress, like I remember, I played in a men's baseball league, and there were a couple guys who played like triple A ball, double A base, like they were pros, and they were the ones who were like letting you know how things really were, because all these other guys are coming out of high school or just playing for fun, and they were they were players for a while, injuries or whatever, and they came back and they wouldn't talk, but the pro guys started the they started it, and they'd say something off, and like you got to get under their skin. The catcher was a former double A player. You stood at that plate, and he just ripped you. Oh, you are horrible. You have the worst bat speed I've ever seen. Oh, you're going after my game? And he goes, no, I'm not going after your game. Not as hard as I'm going after your mom. And you're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And then he's like, by the way, did you know your mom has a dick? I'm like, what did he say? <laughs> yeah, she's got a huge one, too. It's funny. She's here tonight. Isn't she watching her little boy? Like, yeah. And by the way, that's what she calls me, her little boy. I'm like, oh, all right. And he's just joking. But then, you know, you're like, oh, there's a little taste like he's going to throw. And then the next time through, it's just, I hate you you're the worst and, and they attack and it's awesome they had so to go i would love their to watch way to pros. regulate us in the um like uh basically middle school junior high sure. the, the baseball i was catcher and they the umpire would get and say you gotta knock it yeah. off you were my dream catcher you look nice tonight i don't think you had it yeah. to be <laughs> a, an evil no it was mostly uh i told you i did the uh the sound effects well basically the donkey call or just something we're gonna <laughs> You were just trying to distract Distract them. them. Yeah, no, these guys were just trying to be mean, yeah. make you feel bad about yourself. You're you're as ugly a person as I've ever seen. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got something in your nose. Oh, for Christ's sake. And you knew most of the guys. I, well, we, that was the worst part is we didn't. Until you I, got them to the travel. Other, yeah, we didn't know the other guys that well. But, yeah, but that's what I'd want because the NFL is just filled with dudes at their highest level just barking and screaming. Ah, oh, I'd pay for that in a heartbeat. I'd, uh, NBA especially because when you sit side uh, court, you're basically on the court. It's the only game, you know, baseball a little bit. But for some reason you can't hear baseball players. Like even when I've sat like right down up like in the front, for some reason I you cannot hear them. Though, though I did hear one when they were yelling at an umpire and there was just a lot of cussing. But you can't hear them talking. Basketball is weird. Like it just bounces right to the front. Like, did you hear that? What that guy just called that guy's N-word mother? Like that's horrible. They're They're going to fight. And then the other guy would say something worse. I'm like – and then at the end of the game, they're shaking hands like that. And when you watch on TV, it's like, look at the sportsmanship. Look at these two these two warriors battled for an hour. And I'm like, you should have seen what these two warriors were doing for an hour. How do they shake hands? How in the world are you nice to that dude after that? It was great. Well, I that's why it. In, in baseball, at least in the, the majors, it's basically body gestures. and. and oh, they talk, it. but it's far enough away you don't hear Yeah, much. but the flip of a bat. Yeah, really, you don't even yeah. talk on that. Oh, for, well, yeah. for those guys to get yeah, pissed at each other. You but the problem the would talking. be us. The problem would be uh, the audience. The problem would be our, our would be the women, the passive fans that are sitting there. What are you watching? Oh, I'm watching the dirty NFL. I'm watching on the SAP channel. They got field mics, and all these guys do is call each other n words and stuff. It's phenomenal. I can't believe that you you're in Devin Bush's jersey, and he said that about Ben's mother. Oh God, no! So you get you got to be a bro here. You got to be a dude and understand it's a locker room. It's just words. Well, it's terrible. Nobody should. I'm calling. I'm calling. And the and coach then yelling at him. And endorsements yeah, get yeah, all, kids. all the uh, college coaches. 
What are you talking about, discipline? Oh. Not my? <laughs> Mike, a coach in college or even in high school, is, oh, for God's sakes. I'd pay so much for that. The reality NFL, that's what people really want. But no, you couldn't do it. Too much money floating around when they say something about Young man, you are my sunshine. They say something about abortion or uh, you know the N-word racist stuff. They go crazy with it. So yeah, I, yeah it would, it's a dream. It's a pipe dream. But oh, it would be great. And plus it eliminates that Spanish channel that nobody's using. <laughs> At least nobody listening to this. I mean, if you're listening to this, you, you're not going over to the SAP for Spanish broadcasting. Yeah, Although should. the Cardinals announcer in, in Spanish is fun. Yeah. He has a good time. He has a really good time doing that. But, come on. What would you rather have? The option of Spanish? I think even, uh, like if you subtitled it, even Mexican speaks uh, would sit back and say, I'd rather have the subtitled in Spanish and listen to the terrible curses. Uh, you can learn more uh, El language. Mufe. That's but Look, let's be honest also. Let's, let's, let's worry about this too. Uh, most people learning a new language start with the curses. <laughs> You know, true. so you can help. It actually would help the Spanish people uh, when they're watching the dirty NFL to come on and go, "Hey, mother, f- <laughs> suck my rubber!" Like, oh my God, you're learning all the terrible languages from the SAP channel. Pick it up, definitely. Joe, mama was a bitch who sucked all day, all night. Hey, you're picking it up, Pablo. Nice job. How'd you do that? Dirty NFL. Did you ever see the old video of Earl Weaver, the Orioles manager, where he just – they mic'd up the, the umpire and he's just out Killing there him. MFing yeah. everything for like 10 oh, minutes. It's the best. Oh, it's great. And, it, and they sold that video because we as the audience want it. Oh, I would pay to see it again. It's great. I, I, There's I always miss, a couple I, of coaches oh. like the Earl Weaver. You just ask a couple of players you ever run into. Oh, they're not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. Earl but Weaver would in get day, shot in oh, jail yeah. today. Yep. But, oh, he'd turn his hat around. To make sure he was spitting in your mouth while he called your mother names. <laughs> and the umps were like, when Earl came, like when it was a bad game and Earl wanted to go home early, they knew. They'd see him like, he's going to, today he's going to pop. We just know. And it's going to be awful. And you try to fight back and it almost energized him. Oh, those were the days of sports. No, there's no reason to get that mad at any of this. Oh, God. Billy Martin out Billy there throwing Martin. bases. Oh, and, Lasorda had yeah. a The Cubs of- had a guy named Herman Franks in the late 70s. <laughs> That Herman loved, and I mean loved, to pick dirt up and throw it at a guy. <laughs> and it was it seemed like as a kid, it seemed like every game, because the Cubs were so bad, that he'd that he'd go out and yell at somebody. But I mean he'd go out and just get a handful of dirt and just chuck it in the guy's face and then start screaming at him. Herman got kicked out a ton and he was fat, so he'd throw his belly into the dude a lot. He used to be able to hit the umpires a little bit. And in football oh, our buddy Mark Malone talked about oh God, can't remember the coach's name, but every other word was the F bomb. Just his natural. I mean, that was his day to day talk. Well, I know. And he goes, You think I say it a lot? No, there's and nobody that like, says it more that. than Mark. I've never heard the F word come out of uh, Scarface is G rated compared to what Mark I know. Learned. And he would talk about this guy's like. It had to be Frank He had Cush. to learn from him, maybe. Cush was, yeah, because Cush used to, he had no problem smacking guys. Oh, the good old days of sports. Now it's participation trophies and safety and. Don't talk to me that way, or you're being, you know. I talked to a guy from the military the other day, and he's like, you know, that boot camp, you can file a complaint that you were you were verbally abused. And I'm like, I thought that's what boot camp was. He goes, it was. Like, really? He goes, oh, they can't go down. They can mentally harm the soldier. I'm like, but that's the whole point of Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, the only thing I remember, yeah, the only thing I remember was how great that was. He goes, it's nowhere near that now. I'm like, oh, 
It was kind of like part of one of the reasons I wanted to join the military at one point was because of Full Metal Jacket because I thought it was basically a comedy routine. These, they, I would I would fall right in line, but I would love to hear what they have to say about the idiots. I love that stuff. I'd only get in trouble for going, oh, like laughing. Like, something funny over there, Bob Boy. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> you look like Mr. Clean got butt ended up with the AIDS. Yes, Private I, Snow. <laughs> you're right. You ha- <laughs> no argument, sir. That's all you'd get out of me. <laughs> you are agreeable. Yes, sir. Is that how you got the AIDS? Yes, sir. Okay, you got me there again. Nice job. You're funny. <laughs> I would love that. But, yeah, now they've taken that away. How are you feeling? Great, sir. That's, that's what they And, again, doing. after the workout, we have counseling available. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I've been verbally abusive to any of you, please speak to a counselor, and I apologize from the bottom of my heart. You hear me, maggots? <laughs> I said I was sorry. Thank you, sir. Go to your counselor, yeah. maggot. <laughs> Go see your counselor, maggot. I've evidently heard your feelings pretty badly. I feel just terrible about this, maggot. And then a locker box inspection. Yeah. <laughs> a reasonable locker box inspection. Yeah, I, I, I love it. But man, oh man, if, you, if people could ever hear it, being on the field, just great. The constant cussing, like the, the, the insults. It's, you know, there's a reason we like the dozens and yo mama jokes. It's I, nonstop I mean, and it's the best you've ever heard. In football uh, and wrestling – there is always a coach that you, you feared. Yeah. Not not that he's going to beat Kill you up you. or anything. Verbally. But you don't want to mess up. Yeah. And it's the verbal and then uh, the repercussions of messing up. But Brady, you're not supposed to fear. You're supposed to respect. Right. Shut up. Fear's a motivator. And that's why, that's why I've always said that, you know, households without dads, that's the problem. Is that that fear respect thing gets lost? Sometimes you do have to fear the guy ahead of you, and it's oh, that's a terrible. You do, and not that he's going to beat you up, but you have to fear that if you screw up, the disappointment's going to make you feel awful, so you don't screw up. Fear's a motivator. Oh man, it and wasn't it's a good my house. One. Mine too. Oh. and it wasn't because I would get knocked around. That didn't happen that often, but boy, no. I knew right. pissing that dude want, off was not your, comfortable. You didn't want your dad coming home. No, if you didn't get it strained out by that, pissing off the old man mm-hmm. was even un- torp. Un- I know your dad has that because he's so nice. He didn't have to do anything, but you didn't want to. Your no. dad's almost worse. That's the way my mom sold it. Your dad's almost worse because he is such a nice person. Yeah. Pissing him off is the ultimate disappointment. It's a letdown. Oh, it's huge. I mean, I, I, if I made Torp mad, I'm not even his kid. Yeah. But if he's like, John, I'm totally disappointed. I, I, that would crush me because he's just such a decent, nice man. Do you remember back, I think we would have maybe been in like junior high times when like kids started calling CPS on their parents for yeah. like hitting them and stuff. <laughs> My dad came home one time and he's all like, he goes, you call CPS on me, I will go to jail. When I get out, I'm going to come back and kick your ass again. I'll go back to prison, and when I come back out, I'm going to kick your ass again. You want to keep going over yep, this? Exactly. Be a round robin of ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, that's what Toledo said to his kid. His kid tried to pick up the phone. With Toledo's story is great because Alex, before he uh, turned in, was transitioning, uh, picked up picked up the phone. He goes, "Oh, call CPS." And tr- and Toledo's I, your line was classic. You do that, I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> So what, what does that mean? Yeah. I said, try Find it. out. Dial that <laughs> number. Dial it, because I actually want you to call me. I'll dial for you. Yeah, here, <laughs> let me call him for you. Here's the horn, boy. Yeah, those are those moments that I just love, because uh, you know for a fact that that's like, I'm not messing with this guy too much. I'm not going to tempt it. I would, I would never have dreamt 
of threatening my dad oh, with a phone call to the not. authorities. <laughs> Just for him yelling at me. Oh, his eye used to bug out. He'd get all Popeye, and you knew you'd pissed him off. I was like, this is going to be a bad night. Oh, it was awful. And, he, and know, it wasn't even an option, necessarily. It's like the authority was your dad. That's oh, yeah. your parents. Yeah. Oh. And tell me how you feel. Tell me how you feel. <laughs> okay. This is easy. Well, terrifying. Without ever really coming at me physically. It's horrifying. I mean, he knocked me around every once in a while, and I deserved it. I almost lit the house on fire once, so. Again, though, laughs on him because while he was spanking me, I was pooping. <laughs> That's right. You made the cushion. I made the cushion. What? Yeah, I tried. I almost lit the house on fire my dad. And I had a poster of Freddy Krueger next to all these hot chicks. 18 was, years old. No, was it a matchbook car? 13. I was pouring gasoline on the garage floor and then putting matches in matchbox cars and pushing them into the, into the thing to create terrible – you know, uh, fatal accident. <laughs> like, all right, I got this one. And then so the puddle would get a little bigger and a little bigger. And we had an old, a white Oldsmobile 98. Uh, I had gas cans all lined up on the other side of that thing. And I got this massive puddle. So I'm like, this is, a, this is an all call. So I pushed with my forearms. I pushed like 10 cars with matches in them right in the middle. And this mushroom cloud. And I look and the side of the car is black. And the, the, and the ceiling's black, and everything's going. And I run into the house, and I grab the full pitcher of iced tea, sweating. And my mom's like, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Like an idiot. Smokes follow me in the house and shut the door. And I just, I'm just going to drink uh, this entire pitcher real quick. And I take it out into the garage, and I just pour it on the fire. And my dad, the door opens, and I just see, oh, just pure fury. And he grabs me by the shirt, and he takes me into my room. He's like, you dumb. He looks at the poster. You want to look like that? You want to look like Freddy Krueger? That's what your goal is. You're too old for this. But And he bends me over and he starts spanking me. And I'm like in pure ah, panic. Like I almost killed everybody in the house. I almost burned the house down. Natural airbag. And I start to crap. And he's hitting me in the butt. And I'm like, oh, this is the one that's like swooshing all over me. But he's getting the worst of this. Swooshing. <laughs> Are you pooping? <laughs> Yeah, that was so. I think it was the last time I ever got spanked. <laughs> I, had, I inked him like a, I inked him like an uh, like an octopus. Think about how fortunate that was. That that was the only oh plume. my god gas cans lined I, up. I still think about that. Sometimes I'll just sit there when it's quiet. Like, oh, how close would I have blown up the whole house? Yep, idiot. I deserved every second of it. No, again, I've apologized to Dan a few times. So I remember that time you spanked me and it crapped all over your hands. Yeah, I apologize. It was the only thing I had. My defense mechanism was my internal organs shutting down. It's like that guy doing squats, deadlifts. Yeah, I was terrible. I was so afraid that I pooped. I've never been that afraid before. (laughs) I want to be afraid. I've been, uh, look, I've had, uh, recently I've talked about, I've had panic attacks that take you to a level of fear that you just can't explain. Uh, and I've hit a couple of them. I'm surprised I haven't pooped in those. There, there's a couple that are – the impending doom is so weird. It's such an odd event, but uh, I'm kind of rooting for maybe a poop in one of those. <laughs> I was close. I think a few weeks ago I had one that was pretty close. Yeah, those are horrible. I've been talking to people about friends who've had them. Like, I didn't know that they were this – they're bad. They get weird. Like, you feel like you're in a plane crash. Like, it's legit. Well, this, it's week after week <laughs> – the CDC and oh. all the stories are like, it's 
the panic and the there's two pa- the like anxiety yeah oh, anxiety and it's through the roof high level anxiety right attacks and panic attacks are a yeah. little different not in severity but like panic attacks just happen like it could happen to me right now it won't but it could happen yeah. to me right now and it would be like put it would be like transporting me into a situation uh, where there's just people shooting and I'm standing there unarmed how close is it like if I'm watching Rambo and he has the flashbacks <laughs> and Johnny's, oh, it's is it like that. <laughs> No. Okay. It's uh I watched it the other night. The similarities know, to up. yeah, human behavior panic attacks. And then I come back to you and I'm a shake no. John. No, no, John. No. Ram no, you don't shake no, you and the weird part is you don't just sit there and drift off into thought. It's <laughs> happening. Like you're like the danger is you'll walk away. Like you'll walk into traffic or something. You're gonna you're running. Like you know, a scared dog when they just hear a boom and they just start running. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. No, it's very, very unsimilar to Rambo's PTSD. Johnny, let him so, go. Let I know go. you're trying to relate, and I appreciate that, John but Rambo. it is nothing like John Rambo's thoughts. Because <laughs> he has a couple of them in Rambo. They're not panic attacks, Bray. Those are post-traumatic stress, although that can yeah. it, it trigger them. He's basically having an episode. Right. <laughs> panic attacks, you're just sitting there watching it TV just going, you. Uh, there's a plane's going to crash, and it, it is going to happen into the house. The house is going to explode. Something's about to blow up, and you just you're like it's just that, ah, like you can see the bomb in the fuse. Yeah. And it's like, it's going to blow up. The sense of impending doom is like nothing you've ever experienced. I'm telling you. And people who've had panic attacks will email me. It's like nothing you can imagine. The, the Anxiety attacks build. Like you start feeling anxious. Your heart starts going. The next thing you know, you're like, ah. Panic attack is two seconds ago, I was fine. What's going on? It would be like if a semi-truck just drove through your house. You were fine, and then you're not. And yeah. that's. And you, but you feel like that truck's coming, and you don't know what direction. And it's inevitable, and it's going to happen. Your brain convinces you, no, this is this is not a drill. You flip the f out. It's weird. But I'm not missing out on anything. Uh, like, like you, I would pay day, to watch you, you have, have one. one I would pay to watch you have one. I would pay to watch it because it would. Be, you might poop. <laughs> oh. Hey, what's going on, Buccaneer? What's the crazies about? <laughs> The water heater's going to blow up and we're all going to die. Yeah, panic attacks are no joke. I've always had them. Well, I didn't realize it until recently that I've always had little ones. The big ones are are horrifying. They're weird, too. And then you look and back. What do, they, what do they say? The best thing to get through them is what? Recognize. Try to recognize immediately on. that it is one. And, cause, and then yeah. when you realize it. Uh, you, you don't calm down. Yeah, okay. You just, you just know this is, just, this is a drill. There's nothing's going to blow. Duck and up. cover. Yeah, you're you're going to be okay, and you just try to calm yourself with some sort of you know you get some sort of a a little system going. Yeah, anxiety attacks are easier to calm, but yeah, the the hard part is recognizing that you're in one because you just kind of go away. You're in a, it's it's like being in an altered state. It's crazy, and I've talked to people about it in the past. And I'm like, I think I've had them, but they've never been that the, the ones I've had this year debilitating. That's crazy. So you know you can go to a therapist and have her for a couple hundred bucks tell you it's normal. I'm like no, it's not. Oh no, trust me, I've got fifteen people a day. It's normal, and people are going through it more and more and more. But my old defense system was to ink my dad's hand. Now I don't have that anymore. <laughs> and then I remember as he was spanking me while I'm pooping, crying, not because it hurt, because the whole scenario was insane, and then thinking to myself. He is just smacking 
just a big old puddle of poo. Did he realize it at the time? Oh, he had did he to. start it hitting you harder? So bad. <laughs> yeah, I think he stopped hitting. Did you ever talk, <laughs> have you talked about it uh, with him? No. Not like this. Not yeah, like this. Yeah. Remember that time? And I, well, I remember you burning the goddamn house. I think he was just in a blind rage that I almost burned all of his life down. Like he had to, in his perspective, had to be like, oh. I work my ass off every day, I and this jackass so is going to burn down everything I've done. Yep. This idiot who I and and take the blame for it. He's probably thinking I did this. I raised this moron to to be this stupid. Oh, it's crazy time. But yeah, I don't think he realized I was pooping. I think he thought maybe there was some severe farting going on because the room stunk so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was pure, and it was just – it was puddly. There was nothing solid. Like a doctor would have gone, you need to, you need to close out on the fiber. You're coming out a little – you're coming out a little weak. You, I needed uh, a, a, just two The bucks. post after he left, the cleanup, did you just throw it away? Well, or were you in the sink scrubbing things no. down because you don't want mom to – Oh, no. Everything got thrown out. I was like Jodie Foster from The Accused. I, I laid in my own filth for about 10 minutes. <laughs> Just, what's wrong with me? Why did this happen? You're so dumb. And then I'm like, I got to clean up. Because, of course, mom was going to come and go, are you all right? You can't do that. Like she was going to be the, the good guy afterwards to make sure I was okay. But I couldn't have a, a pant load. So I went in and I cleaned out the Hanes as best of I, and then put them in a bag and then threw them out. I think that was the one time when I just took it all the way to the alley. But it was an uncomfortable time. <laughs> it was like two or three days. I don't think I was allowed. In the, and then my dad just stood in the garage and looked at the – Plume. The, the, the post plume. The, the iced tea did its job. It got the fire out. But just looking at the the you know the scorched the earth. Aftermath. Oh my god! What a moron! Oh, he should have just strangled the life out of me that night. I was a I was a that was a risk. Like that would have been self defense. I think this idiot tried to kill us. <laughs> he's got gas cans all around, and he's lighting fire. He, he tried to kill us. That was the only. That's always the trouble. The one um, when I was. Uh, Going through the Cub Scout and Boy Scout time, the the weekend retreats where you have the fires going and the rapes, just boys uh, <laughs> minus that. Oh no, no, but there's Brady. always an episode <laughs> of fire. Not, just it's you. a different fire job. Right. That there were rapes going on, just not you at campouts. <laughs> boys oh, yeah. and fire. Oh, you don't want to combine teenage boys and fire or young boys and fire. Yeah, but the flaming that was really going on was between poor young Danny, who didn't know any different, and his dad didn't show up, and his mom thought the Boy Scouts were a good idea, and that guy in the ascot that was showing Danny what a man's penis looks like. <laughs> I watched the show. That was the uh, thing. They'd, they'd pull him out of the fires. Uh, the campfire campsite, time. Danny, are you all right? The chats. I'm okay. Are you comfortable talking about us? Okay, just come with me. And then that was because everybody was occupied. The fire was the time when you take them away because the cabins were open. It's time to hop on Danny. A kid with no dad. Toledo, you're lucky you didn't get into the Boy Scouts. You'd have been raped a billion times. You didn't have a dad. Those guys would have taken full advantage of that. Oh, they'd have jumped all over me. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Literally. You were, you were literal, like, young victim. Like, you were a victim on paper. Yeah, No dad. Your mom was like, find a, a male person to oh, give him. I, yeah. I was in guidance. Big Brothers and Big Sisters. Yeah. She and, kept uh, shoving so you I to went, a dude. Oh, I had like, half a dozen Big Brothers in the Big Brother and Sister program. At once? No. You know what I'm saying. Not on pile on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were like Lana Rhodes. <laughs> Past the Toledo. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably pretty lucky there, too. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of times where they just come over and go, all right, you ready to go hang out? Yes, stranger. And your mom goes, Got signs, a off, signs off on oh, it. Isn't that great? Then look at you. You're here And today. it was fine. Yeah. 
Well, was it? That's what all the guys thought. You don't know. Brady yeah. wants it to be fine. <laughs> yeah. But you might have caught Nothing a finger happened, or two. Right? He doesn't Rick? know. <laughs> Please tell me how. A lot of the times. Oh, Nothing happened, Hal. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's like me, has a panic attack, and it sparks That's something. And you're I'm like, oh, for. my God. This is part of my. I think I told Lisa that last week. I'm like, there's something buried. I'm sure. And, <laughs> and I don't know. If, coming I don't, I don't, I'll I don't tell you this. I want to find the pickaxe I'm not telling you details of this, but the last panic attack woke something up. And there was something buried, and it wasn't like sexual assault. But well, there was I'm something s- buried. I'm sorry, John. no, that, no, that, I allowed you to bury. Oh, okay. You can bury any time, big fella. But no, there was something in there that I'm like, man, that came hey, out of nowhere. You make me think about it. Yeah, because as a little kid, you just eliminate it. It's your it's your defense mechanism to block out some stuff. And you know, there's something that that fear hit me, and I'm like, oh no. And then this vivid memory of what used to be a different memory came out, and I made some phone calls. What happened that day? And everybody's like, oh, that was – and it's a day that my whole family remembers. Like it wasn't just an ordinary thing. And they're like, there was some strange st-. – I'm like, oh, here we go. But I didn't get like fingered or anything. I wonder about, you know, like when I was – when I fell. When, when yeah, I, when you were I nearly murdered. I traumatic experience. What really happened? I what was the you, after effect? Your, your, body's, your body's ability to shut out those memories so you can cope yeah. are huge. And something sparked mine. That got me back into this thinking. I've been thinking about it a long time, but now I'm dealing with it. Oh, my God. It was better before when I was going crazy. Uh, there you go. Brett, no rape stories? Uh, no, <laughs> no. no. I, Damn. I, I escaped Father Dale many times. and uh, <laughs> I'm, You know what? I'm waiting for that panic attack to tell me I didn't. I'd love to throw that guy in jail. That'd be worth it. Hey, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? While we're listening to NFL players curse all over the field. God, that would be great. Mm! What an invention that would be. Uh, give it to us good and strong, 602-585-9800, and let's get this Friday started together. It's 98KUP. Wake up! Big Red Badass. What? What did you just say? Badass. 98KUP. You want to get away, far away, to a place people aren't. You know what'll get you there? A Jeep. That's right, an off-road machine with a big lift and big tires. A rolling definition of go big or go home. And at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big on every new Jeep during the Jeep Adventure Days. Happening now. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.